It's Sunday. <laughs> Sunday Bible study. Welcome to Walker Ministries. WM Ministries in the house, yeah? <laughs> we got a few people. We got a few people like really like it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Man. All right. Good to see everybody. All right. Hey, Dina. things going. Don't worry. It's going to test the atmosphere for a minute, see if it's conducive. It's good. It's good. Got Dejan here. All right. I'm doing good. Pastor Brody, always, thank you. You know I've received that word, too, so I'm going to talk about that. Man. Hey, y'all, um, I need y'all to keep Pastor Brody. He has a ministry. He has a ministry. His family's in it, so we need to keep them in prayer and cover. Amen? This man has too much in him. But it's good to see him here and fellowship with us in the family. My goodness, I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, hey, y'all. All right. Don't think it's beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Look at the man of God. Good to see you back here. I'm just pastoring. I'm just doing my thing. What, Dustin? All right. Y'all know me. I'm, I can't help it. I just, I, that's what I do. I, the shepherd got to know where the sheep at. Don't get, don't get mad because I, I want to know where the sheep at. It's danger out there. Danger out there. All right. <laughs> no, I'm delivered from mystical, so that ain't. I'm set free from him. I had a life. I, I was worldly. <laughs> I won't always, you know, I was always short, but not like this. Yeah, sanctified, I want that. Man. All right, man, I'm going to move in there. All right, all right. Y'all don't mind, sometimes I just like to just get the feel. All right, the beers is there. I mean, Eric said, I am my name. Right there. Good to see you. Good to see you, man. It was just awesome, man. They had to see everybody. It's a great exhortation. Very meaningful. Very prophetic. We'll talk about a couple of things today. You know, one of the things I want to talk about today is the anointing. <laughs> so you got to ease in on that. It's slippery. It's oil. Got me olive press in the back. Some fresh olives. <laughs> I do like have a good time though when I come. Cause pastoring, Pastor Rick can identify with me. It's heavy, isn't it? It's a call that I don't see how people can play with. Mm. I mean, God is literally saying. Peter, do you love me? See, 
you can't shepherd if you don't love the sheep and all of their attitudes <laughs> and all of their waywardness. You know, you got sheep and you got goat. Goats don't like a shepherd. They don't need a shepherd. You have to decide, are you sheep or are you goat? Because mm. sheep like to be led, cared for, loved on, corrected. <laughs> That's the hard one right there. If you're a shepherd, you got to learn how to, you, how this, he, he called me Rod. That makes, that's my name. So, See, within me, he gave me Rod. That's, that's what a shepherd does. He gave me, okay. All right, the flight is in the, in the bird. The swim is in the fish. It was put in them. That's right. Correction is in there. He gave me, I'm short, but I got a big voice. So he gave me that. <laughs> All right. I do. I do take a little time because a lot of times our understanding of what a shepherd is is misconstrued. You know, it's, some people think a shepherd is just to take advantage of because you're the shepherd. What does a shepherd do? He leads. Means he knows where to go. He knows the way. So I'm, I'm sometimes I don't think shepherds know the way. So I'm just saying, he said, feed my sheep. That means, Peter, wait a minute, you have to love me. You have to love me. <clears throat> and if you love me, he said, feed my sheep. I have no sheep. I'm the tender of his flock. Right. Yet he gives me stewardship over mm -hmm. where I have to take an account over yes. your behavior. <laughs> you got to be built for that. <laughs> God has to actually remove something from your heart so you don't get affected. <laughs> so when you shake people's hand and you know they can't stand you and they just talked about you. Wow. And you still can smile. Oh. <laughs> Come on, I know Pastor know what I'm talking about right here. See, God, he does that. He, he said, I'm going to give you shepherds after my heart. That's going to feed you. See, a shepherd's job is to feed. So all week I gather seed. Then I like to distribute. Back, back there. <laughs> Elder Corda, he said, he got it. Man. If, one thing, can I just go to one scripture before we get into it? Just to kind of keep us... Uh, grounded and focused. <laughs> Go to Second Corinthians, minister. I promise y'all won't be before you long. <laughs> hey, Dejan, you believe me, right? 
Okay, all right. They said, you believe me. I need you today, man. I need you today. All right. Uh, Second Corinthians 5, 9, 11. 9 through 11. Y'all get it? 9, 11. We're in the ninth month, right? This is the month of birthing. Who's pregnant? Let Tiffany say, I am. This is the month of birthing. Shana said, she has the birth pains. This is the ninth month of, uh, this is where you're supposed to be pregnant right now. Pop, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. You know miscarriages in here. No miscarriages in here. Everybody's pregnant. Okay. Everybody. Minister, you ready? Second Corinthians chapter five at verse nine. Therefore, whether we are at home, on earth away from him. Or away from home and with him, we are constantly ambitious and strive earnestly to be pleasing to him. For we must all appear and be revealed as we are before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may receive his pay mm. according to what he has done in the body, mm. whether good or evil. Considering what his purpose and motive have been mm. and what he has achieved, been busy with, and given himself and his attention to accomplishing. Therefore, being conscious of fearing the Lord with respect and reverence, we seek to win people over, to persuade them. But what sort of persons we are is plainly recognized and thoroughly understood by God. And I hope that it is plainly recognized and thoroughly understood also by your consciences, your inborn discernment. That's a lot there, ain't it? How can we uh, get you out of it? This is the judgment seat of Christ. That you all are accounted for. That you have this accountability. This is the thing that when we as shepherds and we come in, we have an obligation to make sure we teach the right thing so you can actually receive what you are supposed to receive. You all have to take an account of what you did in the body and in the body. You are accountable for that. When you meet him, this is the judgment seat. This is it. Y'all ready? Oh, we, we, we are. Oh, we're going to read this again. All right. See, a lot of times we come to church, we have no idea. What in the world is this? 
Let's break it down just a minute. Go ahead. Read it again. Verse 9. Therefore, whether we are at home, on earth, away from him, or away from home, and with him. That just means you're going to get judged. It don't matter if you're alive or in the ground. Away from him, if you if you are just, and you're the world, that you still everything's gonna get judged. Ain't no? <laughs> okay. No excuse. You have no excuse. I got you wherever you think you're going. Whatever ministry you become part of, whether you leave here and go to somewhere else where you can hide, you still gonna be accountable. No escape. So I'm trying to make sure we got good soil here so you can be planted. And you're not, you know, swayed with every wind of doctrine that comes through. Or attitude. All right. (laughs) Come on, minister. Let's get this thing. We are constantly ambitious Mm -hmm. and strive earnestly to be pleasing to him. Uh, Who is him? It's capitalized, so who is him? So do you earnestly actually do this? Because you're going to be accountable for it. See, we become church just playing games because we don't know how to actually be in the kingdom. You can't have an attitude. No, you can't. You can't have an attitude. You can't have an attitude. (laughs) Like right now. See, that's where we got to prepare these people because they're going to meet. They're going to be at this seat. They're going to be right there. Get the beamer on the. We got to take this serious. Come on. Let's read this. Next one. Verse 10. For we must all appear. Mm Mm-hmm. And be revealed as we are before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one oh. Go ahead. may receive his pay according to what he has done, done. in the body, body, whether good or evil. Stop right there. Whether good or evil. He's going to go in Malachi. He's going to say, let me bring up my book of remembrance. In case you forgot. I have an angel that records all of your attitudes. <laughs> we, like we don't know this. Why we act like, if we really understood this, we would act differently. But guess what? You will be accountable now for what you heard. You should be accountable for what you read. You should have already read this. I told you, we don't come to church to learn how to get along with each other. You should have already read that and know how to when you enter into the sanctuary. I'm going to teach all day how you to get along with your brother over here. You should have already studied and read that and know how to allow for her shortcomings or his shortcomings. See, we, I mean, we want to do this and we don't because we all, it said we all going to appear. 
I'm going to be right there. Yep, I told them that's what I said. Yes, I did. I told them to forgive, but they didn't. <laughs> the book of remembrance. So you might as well just do it right. Okay. Minister, so that each one may receive his pay. The wages of sin is death. It pays. It's the gift that keeps on giving. All right. Come on, y'all. We got some understanding when we hit the word. Okay. Come on. According to what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. Uh-uh. Come on, ready? Considering. Go ahead. Considering what his purpose and motive have been. Hold on. So you are to know your purpose. <coughs> Hold on. Concerning what his purpose and motive is. Now, a pastor and a teacher are going to be held at a higher. That's the word. According to our purpose. Now, what was my intent? Was my intent to rob you? As a pastor, was my intent to sleep with the women? What was my intent of pastoring? Oh, it's just got real, didn't it? See, where you go, it is a matter of life and death. It's just, this is just a th something I wanted to discuss before we go into the notes. Can I just do that? See, I believe it's. I can go in and I can teach you a lot of things, but there's some basic things that we miss as believers. And I want to make sure as I'm shepherding that, that I'm giving you exactly leading you to the right thought that you should have. So you have the right intent, the destiny, purpose, and you will fulfill it. Amen. Amen. Mm. Okay, minister, come on, let's do this. Considering what his purpose and motive have been mm. and what he has achieved been busy with hold on stop stop you're all supposed to be overachievers and that's gonna just parlay into what i'm gonna show y'all if we can get there later on but listen listen <laughs> what has been achieved you there is some requirements that god placing you that needs to be Fulfilled. He's going to find out what you've been busy with. You're going to be graded. You're going to be <laughs> on what you've been busy with. Some of us are just busy idling. You just, you just idle, busy doing that consistently. Come on, minister, go ahead, read it. Start at achieve. And what he has achieved, mm. been busy with, and given him. Sorry, 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 sorry. You, you really are to achieve it. Whatever that is that God has given you, you are to 
have achievement in it. See, you, you're missing it. It can't fail if that's. That's what he gave you. It won't fail. Come on. Come on, minister. And given himself and his attention, attention. to accomplish it. We could just shut it down right here. See why you got to know your purpose? So the enemy have you just stagnant and you never know what your purpose is. And God saying, hurry up, time is ticking. I'm trying to get you a reward. Um, come on, next verse. Go ahead. Go ahead. Verse I think I'm going to leave that one alone. Therefore, mm-hmm. being conscious of fearing the Lord with respect and reverence, we seek to win people over. Now, that's the fear of the Lord right there in reverence. It tells you right there. That's why I like to amplify it because it gives you the definition of right there of fear, not in terror, but in reverence, worship. Amen. All right. To persuade them. But what sort of persons we are is plainly recognized and thoroughly understood Mm. by God. Okay, he know you. Stop saying God know my heart. Absolutely he does. (laughs) Therefore, being conscious of fearing the Lord with respect and reverence, we seek to what? Win people. I'm still trying to learn how to get along with you. Yeah, how are you going to win somebody? See, you, you, you're getting all distracted with all these other things. And your objective, your modus operandi is this, to win souls. This is what he's going to judge us on. Who? Did you bring? Who did you lead to me? Mm-hmm. Okay, come on. See, we miss our focus. We got to stay focused. What we? Why we doing what we doing? Okay. Then we can talk about the anointing. All right. Come on. We are plainly recognized and thoroughly understood by God, mm. and I hope. That it is plainly recognized and thoroughly understood also by your consciences, Ooh. your inborn discernment. You really have no excuse. Inborn, in your inborn new spirit. Conscious means it's in you now. It's in your nature. It's your conscience. It is your reality now. See, the word is not reality to most of us. Oh, man. Y'all say, Pastor, leave that alone. (laughs) Judgment. This is about judgment, okay? Judgment should stir a longing, listen, to please God. Okay. 
This is why you're supposed to judge. I told y'all you're supposed to be proficient in your judging. Not of the world, but of the body. Righteously. That's right. Sure. Okay. Judgment should stir a longing to please God. So you can receive your heavenly home. See, forget about that. In my father's house, there are many. Okay. And I need us to stop associating that with a big, a big house that you're living in down here. That's not what, that's not what he's saying. In my father's heart, there's many chambers. I'm going to get a big old house in there. You didn't take care of one down here. You didn't fill the one down here with love. You didn't fill it with love. But somehow, I'm going I'm to take care of that one. Or leave that alone. Uh, I'll, I'll take care of my, my house. I, I, I know he preached to me first. Anyway. I'm serious, y'all. Listen. Judgment. Listen to the judgment should stir a longing to please God and to receive your heavenly home. Judgment stirs diligent labor. Judgment sister, diligent labor in order to please God. Y'all forgetting it, we have to please God, not man. Labor, it, it means to consistently aim, to be consistently ambitious, to strive earnestly, Okay. Paul said that he is to be judged. Paul knew I'm going to be judged. The apostle Paul, I myself got to sit at this seat. Okay. I just want us to not go through this walk and not understand what we walk into. Okay? So when you hear a word like this, it, it should stir us to go after God, care for each other in a way that is so Continuous. I mean, it is just part of your nature. We don't care like that. We rather fuss and fight and argue and get my point across and turn the page to the next. What, what else you got for me, God? What else? 
you're going to be judged. He said, even the intent, even your intent will be judged. This should stir you to live, I mean, to be on the righteous path. <laughs> nope. We still talk to each other the way we want. We still do whatever we want to do. All right. They say, okay, Pastor, leave that alone. Leave that alone. Leave that alone. I like what the minister was saying. And we should support each other and, and the events that we do. Go out of your way to support somebody else. Now, y'all ain't hear me there. Go out of your way to support your brother and your sister. Okay. You know, we don't do a lot of traveling to a lot of ministries and everything, but we do sometimes occasionally, you know. But I told you there's a preparation that should take place for the ministry when that happens. When she's up here giving the announcement, she's not just telling y'all to come. She's telling you to pray for them. See, we still don't know how to operate like we need to operate. And if you are an intercessor, mm, you and you have to. It should be your mandate. Where you going? Well, if I can't physically be there, let me call you. Let's lay it down now. Amen. Get two or three of your sisters. Y'all hold hands now. I'm going to pray it down right now because I don't know the territory going in. Everybody in church ain't saved. Your job as an intercessor ain't never over. And you can't be selective who you pray for. If you are selective for who you pray for, you're not an intercessor. See, we don't take this thing serious, this spiritual warfare. And we don't take serious, you know, the spirit of antichrist. If you're against your brother and sister, that's the spirit of antichrist. That already worketh. In the hearts of the believer, isn't that shame? I'm going to leave it alone. All right. For real. Are we going to do this or are we not? When, when, when you're an innocent, you can't say when you're going to enter into the warfare. Because of your title, you're already there. Thank you, sir. This is this, serious. And we all should be interceding, ever making intercession. Is your heart wrong? You can't intercede. If activity is going compelled, to pray. Yeah. Mm, I got one. All right. The anointing. Okay. 
The anointing makes a difference. The anointing makes a difference. My goodness. I'm going to say it just one more time. The anointing makes a difference. Okay. Prophets were anointed. Kings were anointed. Right? Objects in the Bible were anointed. A pillar was anointed. Mashiach comes from the Hebrew word anointed. He's the Mashiach, the anointed one. It's a smearing, not a crucifix, of oil, an ointment. It ain't a... It ain't putting it in a crucifix. It's a smearing. Just like they smeared the blood on the lentils of the homes. It is an identifier, an indicator, the anointing. And that's what this ministry needs, an anointing. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. I'm going to be real on this thing. Y'all ready? Okay. Hmm. The anointing is not in numbers. It's not in eloquences. It's not in looks. It's not in technology. It's not in emotionalism. It's not in contrived manifestation. This is what is not. It's what you see all the time in the church. The anointing can break the yoke and heal the sick. The anointing. Okay. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is the overflow of the divine, listen, of the divine life of God through you as a consecrated servant of the Lord. Y'all want it again? The anointing of the Holy Spirit is the overflow of the divine life of God through you as a consecrated servant of God. The anointing. It's not the oil, it's what flows through the oil. Amen. Amen. Woo! So if Jesus thought it was necessary, For him to be anointed. How much more is it for you and I to be anointed by the Holy Spirit? Okay. Think about it. Jesus had no sin. Mm. Think about it. Jesus had no sin. That's right. And he still needed the anointing to preach. He had no sin, but he still needed to be anointed to preach. Okay, that hit good. That should hit deep with the preachers. Okay. 
See, without the anointing, you're just a motivational speaker. You see it all the time. Okay. With the anointing, you're a preacher who makes a difference. Okay. All right. Without the anointing, you're a singer with talent. With the anointing, you're a worshiper with a difference. Okay. All right. All right. Without the anointing, you have a title of a father. With the anointing, you're a dad that makes a difference in the lives of your children. You're going to need the anointing. You're going to be a father. You're going to need the anointing. Mm. To lead your family, you're going to need to be anointed. You're going to have the ability to speak direction, wisdom, counsel into your child. That he will take that and speak it to his child, what he learned from you. And so on and so on. I know Pastor Rudy got in there because when you hear his children talk, you hear him. Beautiful. Beautiful. What I wouldn't give for my son to be sitting right next to me. So I live through you, Pastor Rudy. Woo! My God. Mm, mm, mm. Without the anointing, <laughs> we just preach information. That's the rooting. But with the anointing, we release impartation, revelation, manifestation with the anointing. Other than that, it's just information. No power. Nothing to flow. Mm -mm -mm. Impartation. The anointing flows through every area of your life. Not just partial. The anointing flows through every area. If you are anointed, it flows through every area of your life. Oh, my God. It's very important to know that Satan fights the anointing. The spirit of Antichrist, like I taught y'all last Tuesday, right? We're teaching on that. We're going to finish up, too, this coming Tuesday. It's already working. I told you, already working in the world and in the church, right? And eventually, I said, the appearing of the Antichrist himself, right? He's going to show up. That's what the Bible says. And he fights the anointed one when that shows up. 
He's going to fight the anointed one. Let's see. The Antichrist, I told you that that spirit works through religious people. Y'all hear that? It works through religious people to stop a genuine move of God. Now, not a fake one, but a genuine move. It's a lot of fake. Satan is afraid of the anointing. I'm going to say it again. Satan is afraid of the anointing. The anointing is only a threat because this, the Bible says that talents and gifts don't break yokes. The anointing (laughs) is what changes people. Listen, the anointing is what breaks the yoke, not gifts and your talents. It don't. David was anointed. To worship. That's why when Saul was under duress, who did he call? Hmm? He didn't call the pastor. He called the minstrel. Because at that time, that was his anointing. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. I'm a, I got to cut some corners. All right. Here we go. Oh, man. Here we go. Oh, man. The anointing, listen to this. The anointing is what changes people's lives. The anointing is what changes people's lives. The anointing is what changes people's lives. Mmm. Got me saying threes today. Go to Acts 10, 38, Amplified. Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. Look at this. How God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with strength and ability and power, how he went about doing good, and in particular, Mm. curing all who were harassed and oppressed by the power of the devil, Mm. for God was with him. Woo! That's enough right there. It's a period that you got to bring it down, and God was with him. I need to read that right, man. Come on. And God was with them. Come on. Do y'all see this? Jesus himself, full measure, full measure of the anointing. Okay. The anointing is a threat to the kingdom of darkness. I, I need us to do something here. Please be careful of this abomination called social media. Please be careful. 
Because Satan loves to put out accusations. <laughs> Did he know how you're going to respond when you read it? Because he knows God's going to take an account to the deeds done in the body. Be angry, but sin not. <laughs> he always pulling on you. And you keep letting him. Is this enough rope? How much more rope you need? I got to help some people here. He likes all kind of Facebook lies. Against anyone who is anointed. Oh, God, ministry's been attacked right online. Okay. He will try to blemish your reputation. <laughs> okay. I just got to go there. So please be careful what you use that media or that medium for. You know, a medium is the go-between you and the spirit. So you have a medium there. That's what media is. It's the medium. Y'all don't get it? Okay, teacher. Okay. <laughs> I mean, some people just not that quick. Anyway. So you got to make sure they get it. All right. So be careful what you use that medium for. And please stop putting your personal lives on there. Husband and wife, stop putting your personal life. Everybody going to go. Yeah, as soon as you change your profile, everybody knows something up. Stop feeding into him. He just want to put a. Scar on your heart and anybody else. Yeah, girl, that's right. Yeah, he won't this. And yeah, he, she won't that. That's what we do. Stop feeding into that. If you ever see me put up something negative on that thing, slap me. Use it. Use it right. Use it to edify her if you're going to do anything. Or him. All right, they say back to the word, Pastor. Leave that social media alone. Mm -mm -mm. I even put right here, just leave that right there. Because I knew that's how y'all was going to feel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Leave it right there. Okay. Y'all be careful because the world is watching us. It's watching you. It... Okay. There are algorithms being collected. About you and your activities. Okay. You're being tracked. Okay. Here we go. Hmm. Gotta be careful of this Antichrist spirit, okay? All on Facebook. Be careful, okay? I just thought I'd put that out there. The Antichrist spirit fights the anointing. Mm -hmm. This is going to be an anointed ministry. 
I'm going to speak that. Walking ministry is going to be an anointed ministry, right? For life. The anointing should flow through every area of your life. It should flow in your home. It should flow in your cars. It should flow through your children. It should flow through your job. It should flow through your dreams. It should flow through your clothes. It should flow through your shoes. It should flow through your checkbook. It should flow through your, listen, through your businesses. It should flow through your student loans. Yeah, the anointing. The anointing should flow through every area of your life. It should flow through your mistakes. Every area of your life, the anointing. He's going to make the crooked thing straight. It should flow through everything in your life. Okay. Everything we touch should be anointed. Everything I touch should have a, left, a residue of oil somewhere. If I come in contact with a stranger, it should be a residue of oil left on them. Hey, what is this? What is this on me? Because they came in contact with you. The anointing changes lives. See, that's why our lives ain't the same. They're they still the same because. Mm. Everything we touch you be anointed. Because we, because we are full of the Holy Spirit, right? So when we were in the world, we were full of darkness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I lie. That's why I curse. That's why I slept around. That's why I drink. That's why I smoke. Fill in the blank. We were just full to the overflowing of the devil. Yeah. <laughs> Being in church, we should be full <laughs> of the spirit, not a religious spirit. Mm-mm. We should be full of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we will live in the anointing of the Almighty God. This is what we're not doing. We're supposed to be anointed. Full of the Spirit. Not full of darkness. Yeah? All right. Let me get to this point here. Go to 1 Samuel. Show you all something here. You know, I just love the Old Testament. And it's not the New Testament. It's the Renewed Testament. That's the proper translation of it. It's the Renewed. It's really one Testament. But this is the Renewed Testament. Amen? Amen. All right. First uh, Samuel 9, 19 and 20, do New King James. I mean, you can put both up if you like, but. First Samuel chapter 9 and verse 19 in the New King James Bible. 
It so reads, Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me to the high place, for you shall eat stop, with me. Stop, go, go to 18. Start at 18. Verse 18. Then Saul drew near to Samuel in the gate and said, Please tell me, where is the seer's house? All right. All right. Verse 19. Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me to the high place, for you shall eat with me today. And tomorrow I will let you go and will tell you all that is in your heart. Verse 20. But as for your donkeys that were lost three days ago, do not be anxious about them, for they have been found. And on whom is all the desire of Israel? Is it not on you and on all your father's house? Let me help y'all with this right quick. Like, what is going on here? I went to the house of the seer, which is the prophet. I like this. Samuel said, for, and for your donkeys, <laughs> you lost. Don't be anxious about them. How'd he know? That's right, because if you go up a couple of verses, you're going to see that God spoke in the ear of Samuel and told him that, hey, a young man is going to come to you. Oh, I'm going someplace. All right. Okay. All right. Try to give you a little backdrop on the story where you get the right context. Amen. Right context, pretext. All right. Here we go. Um, let me see here. Watch this. Samuel meets Saul and Saul comes to Samuel. About some donkeys. Saul comes to Samuel about some donkeys. Because they were lost, right? And Samuel tells him, I will tell you tomorrow what's on your heart. It means that the donkeys were not on his heart. <laughs> it meant that the donkeys, he said, I will tell you tomorrow what's on your heart. It means that the donkeys were not on his heart. Remember, Samuel said to Saul, the donkeys have been found. So what's on your heart? <laughs> the donkeys were on his mind, not his heart. I'm going to tell you the prophecy. I'm going to tell you what's on your heart. But the donkeys were on your mind. <laughs> the next day, Samuel sends the servant away, anoints him, anoints him, Saul, with oil and said, you will be the king of Israel. Saul carried inside his heart a dream to be king. That was what was in his heart, not the donkeys. He went to the seer. He sees God already told him. Okay. Woo, can we go a little deeper? Yeah. All right, y'all following? Yeah. What Saul, listen, Saul carried, listen, Saul carried inside his heart the dream to be king of Israel. But there was some embarrassment to tell somebody the reason why he hid that dream so deep in his heart. Because Israel had never had a king. 
at this point. They never had a king. Oh, y'all, y'all get ready. Never, ever had a king. So I got a question. Has anybody here had a dream that has never, ever happened in their family before? Mm-mm, mm-mm. The donkey was on his mind, but this kingship was in his heart. I love the prophet. The prophet was walking away and said, but tomorrow I'll tell you, the donkey's already been found. Don't be anxious about that. But uh, I'll tell you tomorrow what's on your real heart, what's on your heart. I'll tell you that. Come on, let's go eat. He's like, you're going to wait. You could have told me right then. You're going to wait. Oh, man, y'all got to put it together. Oh, man. What are you carrying that you're embarrassed to tell somebody? Mm-hmm. What are you embarrassed to tell somebody that God has, listen, whispered in your ear? Okay, got that back there. That he whispered in your ear to do. Mm-hmm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Y'all keep on. Y'all keep tracking. Y'all keep tracking. Okay, watch this. Watch this. All right. All right. So what has he told you and you're whispered in your ear to do? And you know it's God. You know why you know it's God? Because it sounds so crazy. See, you won't have that thought. You, yours, your mind, your borders, your borders were, it's not going to be crazy. Mine's going to be sensible. It's going to make sense. It's going to be balanced. I'm going to have all the resources. Everything I need if I do it. Every business in here that's been developed, nobody had no money to do it. I just need your dream. Because I'm anointed to do. Oh, I'm missing it. Everybody missing it. You're missing it. Mm-mm-mm. See, that's why, no, you're still looking for the donkeys. You won't say what's in your heart. Prophet going to tell you what's in there. Oh, my goodness. Once we get through all the sin, the prophet, <laughs> then he can get to what's in your heart for real. Oh, ooh, I had this, this, this in mind for the, the people that are attached to the prophetess. Y'all just wait. Oh, <laughs> y'all just wait. Y'all know it's God because it sounds so crazy. The donkeys were never in his heart. What was in his heart was his destiny. Mm, I know donkeys. What's in your heart, Ephraim? Celeste, what's in your heart? Bake master, what's in your heart? Mm. Mm -mm. Sam, what's in your heart? Tanika, what's in your heart? Frida, what's in your heart? Affy, what's in your heart? What has God whispered in your heart? The sound is so crazy. Not me. Mm, I'm going to help y'all. I'm going to help you. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm-hmm. All right. How many times 
How many times has the donkey clouded your destiny? Y'all don't get it. The prophet said, I'm going to tell you what's in your heart tomorrow. And stop worrying about the donkeys. They, and we ain't said by them. They've already been found. What's the real issue? What are you carrying in there? I heard from God, so I already know. Woo! I'm trying to. I'm trying to get y'all to walk in the anointing. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. There's no way I'm going to finish this. I got 12 pages. Ain't no way I'm going to get through it. Ain't no way. All right. Man, come back. All right, here we go. Woo, it's, it's good, too. I got it. Oh, I, I'm trying to. I'm going to. I'm tickle myself. All right. Woo. My God. Don, what's in you that God has anointed you for? And why does the enemy fight so hard? I told you, he's against the anointing. against the anointing. But see, you got to stop chasing the, and stop chasing these donkeys. You need to get real. Woo! All right. So you need a prophet to tell you, mm-mm. They're scared to go to the prophets. I'm going to help y'all with that, too. Because so many of our prophets and prophets are being merchandised and used. Yeah, yeah, you better say that. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, 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 mm. Here we go. All right. See, some of you got some stuff in your heart. You just need to say what it is. You need to say what it is. That's right. You need to say what it is. That's why some of us are still struggling with our deliverance. Because you won't say what it is. Mm-mm-mm. We just simply refuse to say what it is. Sometimes the enemy uses our circumstances to cloud the real dream and visions and real purposes. That you and I have in our hearts. Okay. Sometimes the enemy uses our circumstances to cloud the real dream, the real vision, the real purpose that I have in my heart. Mm. The enemy just wants us to continually chase after the donkeys. No real purpose. He wants to chase them the rest of our lives. Living paycheck to paycheck. Get a new girlfriend, new boyfriend. Get a car. Right. Go to school. Get the next iPhone. Mm-mm. Get the next new iWatch. Mm-hmm. Get the next new shoes. Jordan is out. Mm-hmm. 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 He just likes you to keep going after them donkeys. Yeah, what's on your mind, but not in your heart. 
That thing in your heart can't even produce yet. Mm-mm-mm, because you're still chasing after that. He wants to preoccupy our minds. Pre means before. It gets to your heart. He wants to preoccupy your mind. So you will never discover what's in your heart. Y'all hear me? He want to keep you preoccupied so you'll never discover what's in your heart. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. I'm trying to. Here we go. He wants to preoccupy, right? So you'll never discover what's in your heart. Our destiny and our purposes are there. And sometimes that destiny inside you is something nobody else has ever seen in your family tree. I know I'm the only pastor in my family. Mm-mm-mm-mm. They never seen it. Never seen it. The dream that God gives you is bigger. It's bigger than you. Bigger than your natural resources. That's why many people never pursue them. Because he gave you something so big, you never pursue them. Because the first thing you look at is resources. When you deal with me, the first thing I tell you, don't worry about the money. I need you to be, see, if you are diligent and you are committed you can accomplish. And the right attitude, you can accomplish anything. Right. It'll birth self-motivation. Damn. But we don't. We fizzle out. You did run well, but who hindered you? <sighs> All right. Here we go. <sighs> okay. Here we go. I got to hold on a second. Here we go. Never apologize for the dream that God has deposited in you. Never apologize for the dream that God has deposited in you. Listen, by his spirit. Mm-mm-mm. God has given me a big vision for this ministry. I haven't even shared it with my wife. See, initially, everybody think building. But I think people. That's the true edifice. See, but many our minds go straight to a building. And, and that is a part of it, because as the people expand, the building has to expand. This is why we are not in the dance studio anymore, because I have 40 chairs. Well, if we get 40 chairs and then 40 chairs fill up, guess what we need to do? We need to expand. So this part that you sit in was just a storage. So in the vision, in the dream, he'll give you everything that you need, the resources. How you have the same amount of people pay more and you still 
are in the place. That's why you need time to see your money is supernatural, but you handle it in a natural means. God only deals with the heart. You deal with the cash flow, how much? God don't deal with it like that. He deals with the heart that gave. Because he gives seed to the sower. Not one has sown, but the sower. All right. All right. Okay. Here we go. Change the subject fast. He's given me a big vision for this ministry. But I have to get out of his way. God has given me a big vision for this place, but I have to move out of the way. This is, I'm a steward. Okay. Hmm. Okay, here we go. How many of y'all got businesses in you and you just still got them in you? Okay. Mm, look at that. Okay. Now I'm going to ask again. For real, keep it up. How many of you got business in you and it's still in you? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, but the minute I start talking about it, how to actually do it, you break out in a cold sweat. That's why it's still in you. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I could be an owner? I'd rather punch in. Raise your hands one more time. All right, don't y'all hear that scripture, the judgment seat? Huh? The things that he placing you to achieve is already accomplished. Because your vision about it is just narrow. And you don't understand the lives that are going to touch. Break out in a cold sweat. See, you, it's, he said, I already. Okay. You don't understand. It's so much. I'm not going to be able to get to it, but you don't understand. Y'all don't understand. You, you have to, it said accomplish. When Jesus died, he gave up everything. It won't nothing that he didn't complete. He went to the grave empty. Everything that the father said he is to accomplish, he did it. Three and a half years. How long are you just going to sit on it? But I'm going to help you. If we can continue the progression of this, you're going to find out. I'm going to help each and everyone that had their hands up. Okay? Just a little clue. The reason... You can't do it because you're trying to you trying to do it. I said, 
the anointing changes lives. You, you try to do it, and your thought is not in the anointing. Because the anointing is smeared to do. To produce. So what you're saying, you don't have an anointing yet for that. You just have a dream. Okay. Oh, my God. Teacher. Just won't be able to finish it. I'm, a, I'm trying to find a little place to stop. So hold on. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there because I'm losing them now. You're talking about business. and Okay. But I got a point that I'm going to make here, y'all. So. So if you have a dream that seems unrealistic, any of those things seem unrealistic, it got to be because you ain't done it yet. That's an indicator that that's from God. Look at the fear on the people's faces. <laughs> he gave it to me, but <laughs> some of us are doing it, though, ain't we? Uh, but don't stop there. It's bigger. It's bigger. I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to give you a prophetic word for the day. <laughs> he looked at me like, what? Really? I think I got a good record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your prophetic word today is yes. That dream is from God. And yes, you can do it because he said, I do everything that I do is already done. And when I give, I've already given it. See, I'm going to find you in Scripture. You are just now a hearer. Remember, he whispered into Samuel's ear what was going to happen. And he whispered into you the dream, the thing that you got that you just can't. That's why you know it's God. Because you don't have the resources. You don't have the knowledge. You don't have the drive. But you will be without excuse. Because it's get, see, you don't trust God. That's the problem. Where did he place Saul's dream in his heart? The dream that he gave you is in your heart. You think it's in your head. That's why you won't do it. Because I placed it in your heart. And as a man think of in his heart, so is he. Y'all just don't trust God or believe God. 
Don't open up nothing yet until I finish the teaching. Keep it right there in your heart. Okay? Don't do nothing yet until I finish the teaching. You need the rest of this. All right? I'm going to have to stop right here because, I'm, man, if I break it open here, let me see. Hold on. If I got, I got one, two, three, four, uh-oh, five, six more pages. And there's no way I'm going to let me cover this and still have peace in my home. Anyway. See, I was just playing with it, man. I'm going to continue next week, okay? Y'all enjoy? Oh, y'all ain't, y'all ain't got, y'all ain't ready for next week. Woo, I got something for y'all. Man, he gave me a dream. Hey, teacher. Raise your hands about the business one more time. I need to make sure I got a, wait a minute. I think it's like two people less. Okay. All right. Should be more. All right. Okay. You have your hand up? Hey. Your hand up? Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is going to be so good for you. See, I did one. See? See, I did one. I did inner image design mine. My, I did one. But that one had four other attached to it. See, don't let your... Don't let. See, you have to have the anointing. Oh, man. Hey, teacher. I'm going to stop. See, I just need y'all to stop thinking like that. Because if I thought like that, it would be for less businesses here. And then they couldn't branch out. Okay. Remember, it's about the anointing. Okay? Hey, Tate. Oh, man. Can we really give God a hand clap of adoration and gratitude for the engrafted word of God that can save your soul? I'm just overwhelmed. Um, My prayer and hope is that every time that we come to the gathering, that there is a metamorphosis that's taking place. Because if not, then there is no spiritual growth and you're still at the same place that you were at when you came the last time. Um, So prophetic, Pastor. Well, I want to explain real quick to... I want you all to begin to understand me more as a teacher. Uh, In my my walk with God, and I want you to understand yourself with your spiritual walk with God. And whatever God tells you to do, you need to do it without considering, look, without considering how anyone else is going to feel. You, 
And a lot of times it's, it's, it's our mother, it's our family, it's our friend. What are they going to think when I do what God tells me to do? You look beautiful, Tiffany. You do. Yes, you do. Um, and so today, uh, because I've been really asking God, and I'm always asking God what's going on as he see it. It's the way that I see what's going on with the people and uh, what they need and where they're at and where God will have you to go next spiritually. And when God deals with me sometimes um, and what people are going through, because uh, I did say this morning, I, I did ask for no one to hug me before uh, service. And the reason that I actually was doing that because a lot of times when you... Uh, people are going through what they're going through, and God have you on a particular new spiritual journey with him. This become the spirits on and what they're dealing with and all these other different things um, can become a not only a weight and burden, but it, it interrupts the flow and communication spiritually with God because when you when you get a direct line with the Holy Spirit you don't want that to be broken um, so I want you all to understand me and then know that my love is not because I'm not physically touching you that and until he asked me to not do this before service because I want to greet you all after after service because I didn't do it before so I can really hear him and I was so glad that I was in total obedience uh, because I was, everything that pastor, that you preached, uh, it happened to me here doing worship. So and this is a very transparent, Pastor Rudy, he, as I began to just have this conversation, not understanding why, so I'm still in worship asking him, why are you asking me to do this? And I'm, and I'm just going back and forth with him and, you know, find it difficult now to get in this presence because my mind is now on what he asked me to do, even though I was obedient. And I just said, Lord God, I just, I want you, I just want your presence. I, I, I want whatever you want for me. I need to hear it. And um, as the minstrel were ministering to us, I, somewhere in, I couldn't hear them anymore, and I could only hear Holy Spirit, and he did. He whispered something in my ear, and he said, what would your life, he, he posed a question to me. He said, what would your life look like fully laid down? Uh, I mean, I'm, yes, Pastor. Mm hmm Nope. Oh, I won't forget. If this is a good place I need to pause, I can pause. Just leave me. Do you, which, do you want me to do it? I can, most of Do you, okay, do you, okay. 
Praise the Lord. You know, there's always a confirmation from the Spirit when you are in the right place and with the right Spirit. Um, I appreciate the brother that led the prayer late this morning. While he was doing that, I was deep in the spirit because I was conscious of every word that was coming out of him. And I brought this ministry forth in my heart. And while I was doing that, the Lord stopped me immediately and he said, My son, tell my servant that submissiveness is better than ambition. Did you get that? So I called him and I told him. And I can hear, teacher, you were wrestling and battling with the place of obedience he has given you or he has spoken to you. And the word was submissiveness is better than ambition. When you agreed to say, Lord, I don't want to receive any hug anymore, but I just want to dwell in your presence. That is a place of submissiveness. You love to hug people. But are you obedient enough to hear me? God bless you. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's a very difficult thing as your teacher to, and you're coming ready with your arms out to, yes, Pastor? The thing that he said, he said, I don't know who it's for. Right. <laughs> so, amen. And so that was very difficult for me. Pastor Rudy, do not greet even my daughters. And so as he started, I was like, I can't, I can't hug anybody right now. What are you, I mean, that doesn't even sound right. Look, reasoning doesn't sound right. Who do you think you are that no one can hug you right now? It was just obeying God. And when I, I did, and he said, what would your life look like? fully laid down and I'm like Lord what else <laughs> I, said, I give my time to your people <laughs> I, said, I have very little if any time for myself what what else are you asking that's where I was at what else are you asking but it wasn't for the people's for myself because you don't think that you need anything he said this is for this is for you I want to, this is a personal invitation for me and you. I want to expand myself in your life. So when you were speaking about the anointing and expansion, my mind is still on the people. Is that what else you want me to, what else do I need to do for them? So like, what area of my life have I not laid down? Look, and this is, Pastor Rudy, what I've been telling all of the ministers. You have to fully lay your life down. And mine is in the area. Look, see, this is how the enemy will get you, even in the area of serving God and his people. Will you simply just obey me in the simple things of not being physically touched? Because that means that there's going to be something else more difficult that he's going to ask of me, and will I obey?
And this anointing uh, is to strengthen the ability and the power. It's to do what you don't have the ability to do, the strength to do. And I really thank God because this is where we, we all need fresh anointing. Need a fresh anointing. That when you speak, and I love what Pastor was saying about impartation, is that when you speak, you're the kingdom that's speaking. And there should be an a impartation into the person's, look, their state of being. So when I speak, so when you speak, Minister T, you are to speak into their the center core of their inner man, their state of being. I'm to speak, Ephraim, into your existence, your state of being, that you exist. I'm speaking into your existence. Oh, you don't hear me. I'm not speaking it into your mind. I'm not, see, and heart is the, it is the inner man. It's, it's not the muscle that pumps the blood. It is who you are. It is the central place of who you are that calls you to exist. The heart of man. It's not another teaching, but I just want to let you know. <laughs> see, there's a, see, it's one thing. I can speak and say words, but when I, look, you have to permit and allow Holy Spirit to speak, because when he speaks, there is an impartation. It goes to the very center of your existence. And that now spreads out now to your, your thinking, your reasoning, your heart, your, look, your soul, your emotions, your state of being, Minister Renika. She now is one of the new aspiring ministers. And I watch, I'm watching over people live, the consistency, and not them coming to me and trying to show me something about their life. Maturity, character, integrity prepares a person to lead. Maturity, integrity, character, love of God ensures a person that they're ready to lead. Because this is going to create a momentum of consistency. And they have to keep coming back and checking and making sure you're, you're working. Advancing the kingdom of God. Amen. I'm going to end it here. Um, ministers, come on up.